in the capital of Croatia for UFC fight night. Rothwell versus Dos Santos. We have a card here that has been flying under the radar outside of Croatia. But here, right now, this place is going to be absolutely heaving by the end of the night, cheering on what I expect are going to be a card full of entertaining and possibly spectacular fights. We've got some We've got some of the best of uh, Eastern European MMA lining up for this card. And the main card is headed by not one, not two, not three, but four heavyweight fights. Capping off with the potential title eliminator between Big Ben Rothwell, UFC's number four ranked heavyweight, against former UFC heavyweight champion of the world, Junior Dos Santos. We'll quickly run down the card for you. Rothwell v Dos Santos is obviously our main event. Five five-minute rounds. Somehow, I don't think we're going to be needing all of those. Uh, Co-main event, I also don't think we're going to be needing too many of these rounds either. Three fives for Derek Lewis against Gabriel Gonzaga. The Black Beast is one of the most intimidating men you will see inside the UFC Octagon. And uh, he's looking to step in at short notice and uh, take out Gabriel Gonzaga, who once fought for the UFC heavyweight title many moons ago. Following them, or preceding them rather, Francis Ngannou, the hard-hitting Frenchman, who won his UFC debut by spectacular knockout, taking on UFC debutant, uh, undefeated 5-0, five finishes, Curtis Blades, NCAA wrestler, took up boxing, transitioned into MMA, and has already impressed so much that he's found himself in the UFC after just five fights. Uh, Timothy Johnson takes on Martin Tybura, in the fourth heavyweight fight on the card. Uh, the biggest cheer of the night is going to be reserved for the light heavyweight bout between Igor Bakrayach, the local hero from right here in Zagreb. He takes on Jan Blakovic, the Pole, um, who has got a fair few fans of his own have made the trip from Poland to be, to be here tonight. There was a big contingent there for the weigh-ins. You can expect an even bigger contingent here tonight on fight night. And the opening bout of the main card is a strawweight contest. Marina, Marina Morose, who rose to prominence as uh, the fighter who shot Joanne Calderwood in Poland a year ago, taking on Romanian debutant Christina Stanciu, who is undefeated, completely fearless, and seems to be enjoying the whole experience of being part of a UFC event. Um, really looking forward to seeing that fight. Running down the prelims, Nicholas Dalby takes on Zach Cummings in a welterweight featured attraction at the top of the prelims. England's Ian Entwistle, the bantamweight leglog specialist, taking on Latin America's ultimate fighter winner, Alejandro Perez from Mexico. Merbek Tysimov takes on Damir Hadzovic in what might well be the fight of the night. Do look out for that one. Uh, and another local guy, Philip Page, taking on Damien Stasiak at Bantamweight. Page looked fired up and very, very ready for this. His UFC debut uh, when we saw him at the weigh-ins yesterday. Great photo of him going nose-to-nose with Stasiak after the weigh-ins. Look out for that one. Scotland's Rob Whiteford is our featured UFC fight pass um, prelim. He takes on Brazilian Lucas Martins in another eagerly anticipated bout. Talking around the media, this Whiteford-Martins bout is one of the ones that we're most excited to see. Whiteford's looking to bounce back after a decision loss to Darren Elkins. Uh, Elkins was basically ground him out for three rounds, but that's what Elkins does to pretty much everybody. Whiteford's looking forward to getting in there throwing letter with Martins, who uh, knows what it's like to score a few knockouts and TKOs of his own. 
Uh, our final heavyweight bout, or if you like, the first heavyweight bout of the night, uh, is America's Jared Canonier taking on smiling Frenchman Cyril Asker. I don't think there was a happier man on the weighing stage uh, yesterday than Cyril. He looked absolutely delighted to be there. Uh, he's got a bit of the Jack Blacks about him. So if you um, wait till he gets in the octagon, um, we'll see what his game face looks like. But when he was grinning away at the weigh-ins, um, he certainly looked very relaxed and uh, up for the job in hand against the stone-faced uh, Jared Canonier. And our first fight of the night sees Alessio Di Chiquiro, Chirico, my apologies, against Bojan Velishkovic. Zagreb has been a fantastic place to uh, to have a fight night and a fight week. We've had a fantastic time here, but here right now tonight is the reason why we came. I'm sat front row alongside my colleague John Morgan. We're front and centre. We've got the octagon right here, and uh, we've got the best seats in the house for UFC fight night here in Zagreb. This is UFC Fight Night Zagreb. Enjoy the fights. Uh, let's get going. So, um, thank you all once again for being here and, and, and for your support. Um, it's taken us a long time to get to Croatia, but I think we can all agree that what a fantastic crowd, what a fantastic city. This was the hottest ticket in this city and had been for quite a long time. So, we're delighted to finally be here. Um, we'd like to thank our partners, Fight Channel, who did a lot of work um, to make this event happen and gave us a hell of a lot of support. Um, it's nights like these with the quality that we saw and the calibre of athletes who are, who are up here with me now um, and the crowd which is really going to move European MMA onto, onto, the, uh, onto the next level here. You know, we're about to tip into mass awareness. Um, the MMA scene is going from strength to strength. This, for those who don't know, is our fifth consecutive sellout in this region when we factor in Rotterdam. I'm claiming that one already. Um, so thanks to all of you because we can't do it without you. Thanks for your support. Uh, the metrics from the evening, uh, the attendance was a sellout 13,177 for a gross gate of 549,000 US dollars. Uh, just to let you all know as well, you're probably wondering where Ben is, he has been transferred, he's currently being evaluated, so we'll keep you up to date on that. The bonuses, there is no fight of the night for tonight, instead there are four performances of the night. Uh, Merbek Tasimov, Derek Lewis... Jared Canonier and Alejandro Perez. So, any questions? We'll start with Derek, if we could. <laughs> Derek, three in a row now. Uh, biggest, biggest name, though, probably of your career. Obviously, a long-time veteran. How do you feel right now? And uh, you know, how does it feel where, where you are at in the division? I feel pretty good. I wish I had Bud Light up here instead of Boston. But yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm happy about the victory. You know, I still got a long way to go, you know, still got room for improvement. And to my coaches, you know, they put me on the right path. I think people thought, of course, that Gabriel was going to try to get the fight to the ground. He did get it to the ground. He was on your back. Um, what was going through your mindset at that time? Was there any panic? And is maybe your ground game a, a little bit underrated? No, whenever he took my back, I was just thinking that his hair just felt like Brillo pad. I got to get this guy off of me. So, you know. Did what I did. I know before this fight you were campaigning for Roy Nelson at UFC 200. Is that still the matchup that you'd like to see next? 
Yeah, I believe so. You know, um, it's a fan-friendly fight. You know, it's, the fans going to love it. And um, it's going to be a, like, really, really awesome fight for me in my career. And it won't go to the judges either. Thanks, Derek. And just quickly, if I could, for Junior. Uh, incredible night for you, incredible performance. Give us an idea of the feeling. I mean, I had no idea you were such a star here. I mean, they were chanting your name from start to finish. Did, did you know that was going to happen? And, and how did it feel? <laughs> I didn't know. But when I, I arrived here, actually, I was here like two months ago to promote the fight and was good. But at this time, was amazing. You know, people supporting me a lot. And, well, I just I'm very thankful for everything. You know, they made this experience here amazing and thank god i could finish with uh actually i could give them a finish uh this night tonight the body work was amazing did you know coming into the fight you were going to be trying to go to the body as much as you did or did that just kind of evolve yeah it's uh, always good to go to the body you know because it's uh, especially when you're fighting a huge guy like him you know you can't like i was saying you know we can you can't collide with the, those guys you know so i I used my footwork, you know, and throw some hard jabs and punches. It worked well, and <laughs> thank God I won. And just lastly, you said after the fight that you will be champion again. I'm just curious, will you be in Brazil for UFC 198, and will you try to stay in shape just in, in case anything crazy happens? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you never know, you know. <laughs> Actually, uh, normally uh, after a, f a fight, I take 10 or 15 days to rest, and then I, I get back to the to my training, you know, so maybe, you never know, you know, but uh, it's going to be a great fight there in Brazil, you know, a great card, thank you, UFC, for giving us this amazing card, you know, and uh, I'm sure that Brazilian people will love it. My question is also for Junior, um, looking back through your UFC career, how do you evaluate this performance among your other performances inside the octagon, and you know, where do you rate yourself now compared to where you were when you knocked out Fabricio uh, first time round? I think I'm, I'm doing good now, you know, because uh, it, it's hard sometimes. You know, I know I have to, to improve my, in my, my skills, you know, not just my boxing skills, my wrestling, my jiu-jitsu. But uh, I can't go away from boxing, you know. I, I, I have to know jiu-jitsu and wrestling, but I'm a boxing guy, so I have to keep it there. And because where I'm very, I'm more confident, confident, you know. So I'm feeling good. And uh, I think at this time now, everything, we are, we are putting everything in the right place. And that's why I'm saying I'm going to be champion again, and it's not going to take too long. Uh, Junior, again, just following up from uh, what these guys have said, um, how many uh, fights or how many wins do you think you are now away from getting that shot? Um, well, I, I, I'm not sure, but uh, I don't really care about that now. You know, I just want to fight. Uh, I, I was, I was uh, like thinking about that too much early in the days, but now I just want to fight. You know, I know it's going to happen at some point. So whatever UFC wants to do or to uh, any opponent they, they want to give me, I'll be ready for that. Uh, and of course you have wins over Stipe and Vadum. So what's your prediction for um, the outcome of that fight? Uh, <clears throat> I think, uh, well, like I said, it's going to be a good fight, you know, of Verdun and Miocic. 
And, but I see, like I said, I already said that, but I, I see a little advantage for Miocic. Because Verdun doesn't take anybody down, you know. He just meet people and people take him down, you know. And talking about their stand-up skills, Miocic is better. So I see a little advantage for Miocic. But of course, fights fight. You never know. Verdun is living a great moment. Miocic is living a great moment. So, wow, it's going to be good. <laughs> And then just for Derek as well, um, Roy Nelson actually just tweeted uh, saying congratulations to you and uh, saying that he actually, that you will be his next opponent. Um, have you heard any confirmation of that fight and um, what, what would be your message or reply back to him? I haven't heard anything yet, but um, I will get on his ass soon we leave here though. <laughs> Twitter rants. Twitter war. Yeah. Thank you. Question with James. Um, James, after the uh, Ian Entwistle fight, there seems to be a bit of controversy in, with Ian on his way back from the cage saying that his opponent had potentially greased his legs. Um, just in the back there, was there anything more said about that and was that looked at at all? No, we, we, we ran through our normal procedures. So, um, as you would expect, everyone was checked in the dressing room. Then at the prep point, and obviously everybody saw him being checked again in the, in the octagon, nothing was found to be amiss. So, um, we were happy with that situation. Thanks. Uh, question for Merribeck as well. Merribeck, uh, can you just talk to me a bit about um, Fight Club Boquette and potentially what, how well and those guys have really played a part into your recent development? About training camp? Yeah, about Fight, fight Club Boquette. <coughs> the training camp in Thailand, you mean? Yeah, it's a very good training camp, but I start my preparation in, back in Chechnya and Grozny, uh, Bearcoat MMA, and then I, after... I just go to uh, uh, Tigamota. It's a big camp, uh, very good guys, and I like the, this place. And I'm take uh, my preparation is going always in Thailand now. Last three fights. And a question for uh, Marbek as well. This is your uh, four straight win, all by knockout or, or TKO. So. Uh, yeah, anyone in particular you want in the, in the top 10 of the, in the UFC? You know, I'm, a long time I'm asking about top 10 guys, and I want to fight these guys. I want to fight the best. Uh, yeah, I have four knockouts now in the street. I hope it will have more four, so we'll see. How many wins do you think you are from a title shot in your division? I don't think about this. I, I just going to fight and, you know, Keep uh, winning, keep winning, and then one day they will give me the title shot. And for the UFC, um, what 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 are the plans for uh, Tysumov? Do you have an, uh, an opponent next for him? Um, that's something that the matchmakers will look into now. Obviously, he's he's chalked up another win, so um, I'm sure they'll be getting around the table and figuring that out quickly. Thanks. We said when we came here, if this event was a commercial success, that we would absolutely look at it. It was a commercial success. You know, we sold the arena out. We had got great partners over here who did a lot to support and done a lot to help grow MMA across the region. So it's somewhere that, that we'll definitely look to come back. Um, you can't ignore a place where you sell out 14,000 or 13,000 tickets. So um, we're excited, and I think it was a great night. Any other questions? Yeah. 
one final one from my back. Uh, you didn't want to talk about it before the fight, but what are your plans now? Would you like to get one more fight in before Ramadan, or do you think you'll wait until afterwards? Yeah, actually, I'm ready to go in Rotterdam. So, no injuries, and in good shape, I, I feel good, and I want to fight. I, how I said before the fight, I want to be more active now. So, I, I want to fight, says, last uh, year, October, but never happened. So, now I'm here, and I want to go and fight. Thanks, Marbeck. Thank you. And uh, for Francis, please, uh, another very uh, impressive win this evening. Just curious uh, how you felt about your performance. Une autre belle victoire ce soir. Qu'est-ce que tu as pensé de ta performance? Euh, au fait, pour ce qui est de ma performance, ça m'a permis de, de voir encore les choses plus grandes que, que davantage, d'être plus rassurant parce que, euh, au fait, j'ai senti le combat plus bien par rapport à la première et je pense que de cette, de cette manière, je, je ne vais être que mieux et pour aller au top, quoi. What I did tonight made me dream bigger, and um, I feel things very easier than last time, and uh, I think I will go better and better with the time. You mentioned dreaming bigger. People are taking notice of your talent right away, but you're still very early in your career. How fast do you want to rise up the ranks in the heavyweight division? Are you wanting to do it quickly or hope to take some time and develop? Um, tu es talentueux, mais tu es encore très jeune. Tu es vraiment au début de ta carrière. Euh, à quelle vitesse veux-tu progresser pour arriver en haut Est-ce que tu veux le faire pas à pas ou est-ce que tu veux aller plus vite que ça pas, euh, Personnellement, je n'ai pas, pas cette option de vitesse dans ma tête. Je veux juste combattre et faire, faire, faire mes preuves. Et après, si les choses s'avancent très vite, moi je prends. Je suis prêt pour, pour prendre les choses, même si elles sont plus, plus avancées. I don't mind about going fast or not going fast. I just want to go step by step. But if there's any opportunity to make things faster, I will take it. Because I am ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and last question I have. I can't imagine there's a, a lot of guys uh, with their hand in the air that want to step inside the cage with you. So uh, is there any names that you see that, that you'd like to call out? Alors, la dernière question, je n'imagine pas beaucoup de personnes qui soient prêtes à rentrer avec toi dans la cage, mais est-ce que toi, personnellement, tu as des noms qui te viennent en tête et que tu voudrais affronter? Euh, moi, j'aimerais affronter plus ceux qui sont en avant, ceux qui, euh, ceux qui vont me permettre d'avancer au top. Et particulièrement quelqu'un, non. Celui qui a, qui a la place devant, moi, je veux bousculer, quoi. I don't have any names in particular, but um, I want to fight those just on top of me. I want to fight those who can make me go on top. Uh, question for Junior. You said it's going to be a boxing match, your fight tonight. But uh, could you imagine, could you dream that it's going uh, to be your way all the match? Before the match, of course. Well, uh, like I used to say, fights fight. You never know what's going to happen, right? I, I had my strategy. And like I, I said, you know, he's too big to collide, just collide against him, you know, and try to do that um, dirty fight. I don't know. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a boxing guy. I like to move a lot and throw some hard punches. 
So um, that was my strategy, you know, to move a lot, take advantage of the the, the whole octagon. And I think it, everything went very well, you know. Uh, ben Rothel is a, is a beast, like you <laughs> say he is, you know. He's very, very tough, hits hard, and uh, he was walking, walking as as uh, as nor he normally do uh, does actually <laughs> he walks forward all the time and um, he was putting some pressure so I had to move move a lot and um, yeah my my strategy worked worked very well. Question to the UFC uh, today it was debut in Croatia uh, last week you, you announced uh, two more events in Europe uh, on cards today we've we've got uh, three fighters from Poland so my question is easy. Uh, You've got in your plan uh, next event in uh, Poland. Last year you debuted in Poland, so you've got in your plan that event? We're going to look to get, do an event in Germany um, in Q3, and then we're targeting another event in the UK towards the end of the year. So Poland will probably fall into 2017 when we start looking at our options there, but it's definitely somewhere we want to go back. We, ha we had a great experience there last time. Again, we've got some great partners there. It's a hotbed of, of European MMA, so it's definitely on our agenda to go back. Thank you. Question for Junior. Um, sitting to your left is a, a fellow heavyweight who's quite new to the UFC in, in Derek Lewis there. He's uh, running through the UFC heavyweight division and, and taking people out. How long do you think it's going to be before the man sitting next to you could potentially be challenging the likes of yourself and the other guys at the very top of that UFC heavyweight division? Uh, well, the, <laughs> this guy is doing very well, you know, that guy too is doing very well. So I think the heavyweight division is living a great moment, you know, and uh, I'm glad that young, uh, like, new guys are coming, you know, to to the division and doing what they are doing, you know. I'm messing with everything, <laughs> but, um, but it's really good, you know, and uh, at some point, uh, I think they will start, you know, get really good results uh, as they did t tonight and at some point maybe we, we, we have to fight against each other <laughs> and it's gonna be a pleasure. UFC 200. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why not? <laughs> Thanks very much, Chess. Question for Junior. Um, junior, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, Except this tonight's uh, tonight's experience, what was the the best experience about your Croatian experience in these days? Well, uh, what am I have to say? That is, wow, many many things, man. Even even when I when I arrived here, you know, people came to talk with me, and they were very kind with me all the time. And then I went to some restaurants as a heavyweight. I eat very well, <laughs> and they treat me even better because they brought me a lot of food, <laughs> really good food, and I said, wow, this is your comida um, regional? Uh, yeah, regional specialties, and they said, yeah, it's really good, so bring more. <laughs> so, <laughs> everything here was, was special, I can say that, because I was feeling so well everywhere I go, you know, I end I went to the Catedrala, the cathedral, cathedral. That was an, another very good experience, you know. I found I found some fans over there too, you know. And uh, well, 
Every part of the city is something, uh, there is something particular in that part, you know, and uh, it's like, how can I explain that? It's like, I can, I can feel like being home. It's like being home. You know, I, they, they, you guys make me feel like that. <laughs> Even Krokov came to, yeah. Even Krokov came to see me, and I was so happy to see him. You know, he came to to see me at the hotel, and I said, "Thank you very much for coming because, wow, it's you know I'm a big fan of him. You know, and everybody knows at the time we fought, I I told everybody that, and uh, and now he's coming. You know, to to say, I know he he did a a training session with Benhato." <laughs> But he's, he told me that, you know, we did some training with Ben Hotto, so, yeah. But a really nice guy, and I was glad to see him, and uh, even, uh, I, I think people know me um, uh, very well here, because I fought Krokop and because I fought Miocic, both guys from here, so, uh, um, and also because people here, they love MMA, also, you know, because everybody knows everything about MMA, you know, they will start to talk, and then, what? <laughs> I feel like I'm, uh, I don't know anything, you know, about the things. So it uh, was really good to be here. Really, really good. Question for Mr. Elliot. Um, as you said uh, that um, uh, Fight Channel, local partner, did a hell of a job. Uh, how important is for you uh, to have such an experienced uh, local partner to organize uh, your events? We have a, we have a very um, strong and very talented in-house team who put all the events on, but we always try and use local partners who have local expertise wherever we go to help us navigate the, the local, the local um, environment. So Orsat and the team at Fight Channel have been good partners of ours for a long time. Uh, they've done a hell of a lot of work to, to help us to, to continue to grow the sport. Um, and they've done a lot of work to promote both UFC, but also domestic and regional MMA. So we're, uh, we're delighted to be partners with them, and they were, they were a big help for this event, um, and we hope to do it again. Okay, it's our final day here at UFC Fight Night Zagreb. The fights have happened, and I'm sitting here in Zagreb Airport, with friend and colleague of mine, European photographer for MMA Junkie, Pear Halislam. Pear, how are you, sir? I'm so fine. I see all you guys know I'm always eating, and right now I'm eating these after eight chocolates, and they are so good. We've been actually been over here for like three or four days now, and I'm still so tired, but I'm so pumped. It was a great, great week. It really was, and obviously you, you've been shooting everything this yeah. week, whether it's yeah. the media day, whether it's the, uh, the weigh-ins, yeah. and fight night. I'm not a photographer. Tell us, yeah. tell us what your week's like and, and the responsibilities that you have when you're when you're covering an event like this. Yeah, actually, I'm the, the European photographer for MMA Junkie, and every time you show up to these kind of places, there are so many things you have to think about before you're taking a shot. Actually, you have to think about the environment, the toast the fighters, the lighting, the settings, everything. Actually, so there's a lot of preparement that goes in what I do before I actually get over here, and then I have to take all those variables in as well. And then you have to manage with the PR team and um, as well setting everything up. So it's a lot of things to do before you actually take the shots. And it wasn't that long ago we had UFC Fight Night London. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, obviously, I'm from the UK. That that was my local show. Yeah. Um, and th th this was a brand new market for us here over, over here in Croatia. Yeah. What did you What did you think about the overall show and what it was like being over here in in Zagreb as compared to some of the other shows you've covered covered in the past? Um, from photographer point of view, it was really nice. Everyone was so uh, nice and happy. And I guess people get to know me a little bit more now, so they let us in wherever we want to go. I think. But it's not that big of a difference uh, if you compare it to London or Stockholm shows or perhaps Rotterdam uh, next month. Actually, it's not a big difference for a photographer like me. We've got a very loud uh, PA system in here announcing some flights. Um, just to give you uh, a bit of an idea of where we are, we're, we're, we've been through security, we've been through bag drop and check-in, and we're now at the gates and you go to the big airports you go to London Heathrow you go to London Gatwick <laughs> and the gates are like 50 yards apart 50 meters apart yeah. we're here and the gap between gate 18 and gate 17 is about three meters it's just yeah. a it's just a different door isn't yeah. it we've just got a load of doors and um, I mean we've got here really early Pear, you've got your flight a bit earlier than me I'm here yeah. my flights not until uh, 10 to 6, it's currently 20 past 3. Yeah, we actually have the landing zone just right outside the window. I'm just waiting for a plane to, to come landing here. So I hope it's not crashed down here. I really hope it doesn't bump into us, alright? <laughs> but uh, in terms of in terms of the fights themselves, yeah. um, did you have a particular standout moment? Was there was there a, a moment within the fight night itself where that you managed to capture a moment there and you think, that's one for my showcase. Uh, yeah. I, I actually, I actually got a lot of great uh, pictures from Unit of Satisfied. His so quick movements, his footwork is excellent. But also, I got the Danish, uh, the Danish guy Nicholas Dobby. He's really quick as well. I think he improved his game since the Dublin show last year. He's really quick. Unfortunately, he lost this time, but. His, uh, his, his movements makes my photography stands out. He makes some really great shots and some poses that I like for my photos. Um, obviously, you know, you, you work with Junkie. Yeah. I sort of hang, hang around with the Junkie boys. Yeah, I obviously yeah. cover, cover stuff for the sun separately. Yeah. Um, how did you get involved with that bag of reprobates? You know? yeah. <laughs> Those losers. No, no, sorry. I actually, um, a couple of years ago, I, um, I got in touch with the Swedish MMA site, MMA Nut, the owner, and I told them, I'm a photographer. I, really, I, I love UFC. Do you need my help? And they said, yeah, grab a lamp. Come again. So I joined MMA Nut and I traveled to a couple of cages. Warriors, uh, uh, UFC in Sweden, and also some local shows like Air Force Superior Challenge. And then um, suddenly I met Abby and Shamatka from MMA Junkie, the Euro team, and they uh, asked me, Hey, Per, they are looking for European photographer, do you want to tag along? And I'm like, Fuck yeah, let's do it. I love Junkie. So uh, from there on, it's been a blast. I love those guys. And meeting you as well, Simon, lately, it's, it's been really nice knowing you. Good stuff. And, and uh, the next big one for us is. Um as, as, as a European team, if yeah, you like, yeah. is, is Rotterdam, which yeah. is just three or four weeks away. Um, what do you think we can expect uh, when we get over to Rotterdam? Yeah, I'm looking really forward to seeing uh, Alistair over him. And at the same time, it's two Swedes on the card. we got uh, Magnus Hedenblad, he's been injured, so I think it's been off for like one to um, nine months, 18 months or something like that. And we also got Reza Madari, and this is actually a win or lose fight for him. If he wins, he will be back in the game. If he loses, he gets two losses in a row, and that's not good in this business. 
you say Mike Wilkinson and the other guy's name, they got cut. Yeah, they both got cut recently, so you never know what's going on in the UFC nowadays. But at the same time, Risa is a character. He always stands out. He made the mad dog on stage. He always does the faces that everyone loves. Perhaps he will stick around even if he's loose this time. Who knows? And uh, the way they were talking about future shows in 2017, uh, Stockholm is a, is a, is a a city that they always mention as yeah, being yeah. one that they definitely want to go back to. Yeah. Such a strong culture of MMA over there. Yeah. Obviously everyone knows about Alexander Gustafsson. Yeah. Who, who's the, the next up and coming star from Swedish MMA you think that is going to make that big breakthrough in the UFC? I don't know about the breakthrough actually. There are actually some uh, candidates but they are not actually signed to a bigger uh, bigger organization yet. We got Carl Albertsson, we also got Sadbus Sai. Those are uh, big prospects but we also got uh, Daniel Tamer, the David Tamer brothers, so um, those are big prospects, but at the same time, the big star in the Swedish MMA scene right now is Elie Latifi, everyone talks about Elie Latifi lately, I mean the, the sledgehammer, everyone knows about him, even my father who is a big Alexander Gustafsson fan, nowadays he only talks about Elie, when's the Elie next fight, when we're going to see Elie again, everyone loves Elie, and he also wants to bring the UFC to Malmö in Sweden as well. Yeah, there's been talk about that possibly happening. I know Stockholm is considered to be the main yeah. the main base for the UFC over there, but Malmo, there's supposed to be a, a really strong appetite for the sport down there, and Latifi's making moves. He's, he's in and out of that top 15 now. He saw sometimes he's in, sometimes he's out, depending on what else happens around him. How far do you think he can go? I really hope to see him top five, to be honest, and do, do some big shows against the other guys. I would love to see him... Uh, Russell Devons, for instance, or something, a big guy, so, I don't know, top five, I hope so, I really hope, it's too early to say, I think he had some bumps, he rushed into the UFC, Sweden card, yeah. As, uh, yeah, I think top five, I really hope so. And it's a really exciting time to be a European journalist or photographer, in your case, covering this sport, the sport really seems to have picked up momentum now, doesn't it, and, you know, we've got regular European shows now whereas before maybe we get one or two a year yeah. now we've got we've, you know we're gonna have four or five this year now yeah. and uh, it'll probably be five or six next year yeah. so it's it's a, it's a great time to be covering the sport it's great fun and uh, good talking to your pal yeah. and have a safe trip back yeah thank you Simon